Welcome to the Generation Iron Podcast, featuring the biggest names in bodybuilding, fitness, combat, and strength sports world. If you want to be a bodybuilding champion, it takes hours and hours every day of being dedicated and being passionate about it. As your boy here, Kai Green, aka Mr. Getting It Done. Yeah, Tune in to the GI exclusives on the Generation Iron Airwaves. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Generation Iron Podcast. Your host, me, Victor Martinez, along with Vlad Yudin and Edwin Mejia. Talking here from Croatia. Croatia, baby. <laughs> Back in Croatia. Is that your first time in Croatia? What do you, what, what, what do you, like, what do you think about the, the, the town that you're in? I mean, it's, it's this big city. I mean, oh, they all could look like kind of small, big cities here. But, yeah. You know, it's, again, it's Croatia. I've never been here. First time here. Oh wow! And uh, looking at going to the gym in about an hour, so it'll be about maybe ten or eleven o'clock. I think they have these uh, nice hotel gyms and also twenty-four hour gyms over here. Nice. So, needless to say, you're getting it in. Oh, I have to get it in. I mean, I'm not getting it as as often as I did back home. You know, the four or five days a week. Right. I'm lucky if I get in. You know, three days. Which is fine because I'm actually yeah. feeling a little bit better. I, I, you know, from I, I think I was always training before. You know, yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, Vic, I know that the people want to, you know, they want to see the podcast going. So even though you're traveling, you know, we're back at it right now. Just back to business, you know. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it let's going. Do it. Let's do it. So, do you have any questions? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the topic of the day. I mean, for, first of all, let's start off and say thank you for to our sponsor, Muscle Meds, for being with us and supporting us on this journey. Obviously, uh, one of the biggest questions that we always keep getting is TRT, TRT related questions, and this week is no different from Jeff Janosik, um, and his question was. Hey Vic, thank you for reading my questions and putting out, which is undisputed, undisputedly the best podcast in fitness. Last year I started TRT and it has been going well. On a recent checkup with our hormone clinic, I asked if there is anything I can do about, you know, essentially complementing the TRT regimen that I'm on. And basically he said that the nurse practitioner prescribed him DHEA. Um, he's from, I'm from Canada and this prescription was filled at a special compound pharmacy, 50 milligrams per day. My DHEA, my DHEA levels were with a normal range based on my recent blood work. The nurse practitioner also encouraged me to do research on HGH and said that also would be something for me to consider in the future. I'm 42 years old. I work out, eat healthy, and in pretty good shape. Can Victor please provide his thoughts on supplementing TRT with DHEA and HGH and comment on the benefits of each. Very detailed question. He gave a lot of details, Vic. Usually people just do like one-liners, you know, this guy like... Yes, yes. A lot of good details. Again, DHEA, it's been, you know, it's been a great supplement for many years. Um, From what I hear, I guess he got his prescribed. I guess he's not using the -the over-the-counter you know, your basic supplement. So it should definitely be more effective along with his muscle gains. And again, uh, my, I was going to add GH to it, but he answered the question, you know, to complement the TRT. That is by far one of the best ways to complement it because when I do blood work, that's what they check usually is blood levels, you know, from the blood panels, uh, your test levels, your GH levels. It basically complements it all. So the only other thing I would recommend 
and especially if he has any other issues, joint issues, uh, fat burning issues, the peptides. Peptides are big right now. Peptides are big, but uh, I think we're going to have a topic on this uh, yeah. right now. But um, some of them are actually very good, very, uh, if any, not any side effects reported on them. But um, I have used DHEA long time. I think Twin Lab was making it back in the days, and it's uh, it's a very good supplement. Throwback. <laughs> yes, GH, again, use it, but also try to cycle it. Try not to be on it all year round, just like anything else. But uh, if you are on TRT, um, what was his age? 42. Yeah, you're on a perfect age to actually be a, a good candidate to maintain this probably year round. But please check your levels and also make sure you check those gonads, man. You don't want to just stay on it all year round. And a lot of times it kind of start shriveling up so i would recommend every once in a while take a hit of ecg and some clomid there again not just in particular you know to uh have any kids or anything like that it just you need to have them low you feel better also at the same time but um those supplements uh and and the other ones the hgh are great combining them with the trt and you should get the best results combining all three of them together wow that's interesting interesting yeah so all three is good to go basically that's what you're saying yeah, it's just going to be, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's just like anything. When you go to the gym, if you are natural, you, you're going to use the creatine. You're going to use the, you know, the the, the uh, proteins. You're going to use the BCAA, EAE, ASS, you know, all the other supplements that are basically going to complement one, you know, on top of the other. So this is the best way to get the most out of it. And, uh, you know, keep note how you feel keep notes on how you look i would say take pictures you'll, you'll see where your peak performance is and a lot of times if you don't need it and you're feeling good why add more you know so keep you know keep that in mind if you're feeling good looking good don't bother to add more so i, I would have to say add one at a time trt let's go with dhea see try that for a couple of weeks by itself with the trt and maybe on the third or fourth week Try the GH and then see if that's going to be that happy medium or that's going to be enough. Just don't keep adding to get, you know, in some competitive type of look or feeling, you know. Again, you have to feel comfortable, feel healthy, look good, you know, and, and that's about it, you know. So follow that protocol and you should be good. And just for those who don't know, what exactly is DHEA as a supplement also? Yeah, DHA is a supplement, yes. And then HGH is HGH, right, you know, right, right, human growth hormone. Got it, got it. All right, well, Jeff Genesic, this is not a medical advice, but nevertheless, it's, yeah, it's kind of like the fish oil. I use fish oil, but I use the medicated fish oil. I believe it it, it feels better, you know. the uh, You know, you can buy fish oil anywhere, but I prefer the medicated because when I ingest it, I don't have that, you know, reflux every time I burp. You don't have the uh, the oil. You don't burp mm -hmm. out the oil. So right, right. it sets better in the system, and it feels good for the joints and any uh, and, and a good heart health as well. Right. So Jeff is a winner of Muscle Med Supply for this week. Jeff, hit us up, and we'll send it out to you. Yeah. Thanks, Vic. Yeah, I mean that 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 leads us to the actually a similar topic. We mentioned peptides. I mean, right. obviously. Peptides now are highly recommended for a lot of bodybuilders, right, Vic? But um, what we've recently learned is that they've 
soon to become, or they're in the process of making them a Schedule Two drug. Yeah. Um, in certain pharmacies, so far, certain. Always the FDA. They, they they don't get their cut, man. They don't they don't want to see it. They don't want to have it. Have you so, heard about that? So they're becoming a they're becoming a ske- uh, schedule two drug, basically, and right. a lot of a lot of pharmacies will stop carrying it soon. Have you heard about that? Yes, of course. And one of the big big outspoken person on this was you know you know uh, Rick Collins. He's he's one of the ones that's uh, mm-hmm. a, a advocate for this. He's the one that kept saying, look, if we don't watch out, this is where it's going to lead. And look, he, he hit the nail right on the head. And uh, he's one of the guys that tries to you know, keep that from happening. And unfortunately, uh, when you're dealing with FDA and you have a supplement that actually works, but they don't understand it yet, instead of doing more research, right. they should just start, you know, kind of doing the research. And seeing how many benefits, how much benefits it has, you know, more the, you know, the pros and the, you know, and the cons, and uh, they just don't care if they don't get a cut for some reason. It's just, uh, look, they, how long did it take them to really restrict all these other drugs, uh, Percocets, which is for the pain, but highly addictive. Right. You know, they just didn't care. You know, yeah. so now they're doing that with peptides. A lot of athletes have been recovering with, with major injuries after surgery, avoiding injuries because they're using it. And uh, so the benefits outweigh the risk, if you ask me, you know. So that's what they need to be doing more than just putting everything on the schedule, too, because now it's going to go black market. And guess what? Is it going to stop people from using it? Not at all. You know, people, they're still going to have places, if anything. Uh, China is going to make even more money now because they're going to keep on making it, keep on dispersing it. So it's just a whole new world. Do you think it's going to affect the bodybuilders, or you think they're going to find a way to get it anyway, regardless? Oh, no, bodybuilders won't affect the bodybuilder. Again, you know, it's it's an underground world. It's just, uh, especially with internet now, it's kind of very, very hard. It's like abortions in these states, you know. You're really going to stop it, you know, go over a pill and get it the next day, FedEx, you know. It's just not going to happen. You can restrict it, make it harder. Uh, help people, you know, hold people criminally liable for it. But at the end of the day, they really can't keep up with the demand. And it's so many people doing it. What are they going to do? Arrest freaking half the country? I mean, they could, I guess. A fraction of it to actually work out. But um, it's not going to happen. It's not going to affect anyone. It'll just make it harder, but just more of an effort for people to, you know, get it now because they know it's true. It works. It's real. It's effective. I can't get it now as easy, but guess what? I know someone that knows someone that's got a guy that's got a girl that knows someone and it's a doctor. And there's always a, a couple of rogue doctors that just love it. They love it. They believe in it and they'll help you. They will help you attain it. Sure. You know? sure. Not, not because they're trying to push it, not because they're trying to make more money off it, but they know if, they, if you give them this, they will avoid this other bigger issue that they're having. It's kind of like uh, the, the joint therapy, the BPC-157. That one is just probably the, the most, I think that one is the one you've heard the most of, right? BPC-157, uh, 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 or fat burning. I mean, there's so many good ones. And uh, again, you know, I believe everyone should just educate themselves, know what they actually do, know that they're not steroids, you know, and, uh, you know, they, they they make different, so many different kinds from, from so many different, you know, issues that you that right. will help you physically. 
But it's so strange because on one hand, things are getting looser, you know? A lot of things are getting legalized, right? Like the recreational drugs on, on one hand, right? But then like on the other hand, this is getting like more bad now. It's like a disconnect, yeah, it seems yeah. like, right? Right now, again, I mean, look at the steroids in the you know, late 90s. You get caught with it, you, you're going to do time, two, three years. Now you get caught, the same cop that stops you and catches a few bottles in your car, he's like, oh, man, this is all you have. I got better shit than you. <laughs> you know, so it's one of those things that they get lax on it, but when it first starts, it, it's, you know, they're going to try and throw the book at people. But um, I, I don't think it's going to be as bad because, uh, again, nobody gets strung out. It's not addictive. doesn't kill you. It only enhances you or heals any other issues you might have within your system. It's interesting because uh, there was actually one of the topics today. The UFC parted ways with USADA, which is like the pinnacle of drug testing in the sports, right? USADA. And that was over the whole Conor McGregor thing where he was recovering from the ankle break. And I guess maybe he was on something at some point, but they gave him like a certain amount of window with, where he couldn't be tested for, for steroids. And I guess they were contesting that and they wanted to keep testing him as he was recovering or whatever. And I guess UFC got fed up with that situation, so they, they parted ways. Now, I think they got some other organization to, to drug test for them, but it's like a pretty clear it's message. It's a little huh? weird only because we don't know where they're actually parting ways, you know, exactly, mm. you know, exactly. We know they're parting ways because of a situation of Conor yeah. McGregor, they want him to fight. He's one of the big, you know, of course. guys that brings money to the UFC. Exactly. yeah. You know, but uh, is it just the steroids? Is it something else? Is it, you know, is it just that? I think it's everything combined. Steroids, you know, everything, yeah. But ultimately, you know, he, he might have been using something in which he was recovering from that crazy uh, injury. You know what I mean? Maybe peptides too, right? Peptides used for for recovery, right? A bunch of stuff. But it could know. be that. It could be something else. I don't know. McGregor's been a little wild out there lately and stuff, you know? But, so it's but just, do, you uh, think, do you think that sends a message? that basically uh organization like ufc or maybe somebody else is kind of like maybe they don't care as much at this point about steroids or other substances you know what i'm trying to say i feel like the main focus is the ufc the main focus is getting those pay-per-views getting those views getting those athletes you know getting those athletes work you know but um at the end of the day ufc is for ufc first um, the athletes are usually never first. I don't care what organization uh, right. you're with. It's just uh, the organization is always first. You know, athlete comes second. So if you're going to have your biggest money bringer, you know, not being able to compete, then you have to find a way to kind of, you know, have now this, this you know, you got to fix this. You know, you got to fix this. You got to get them back. You got to figure out a way. Um, I hope he's not doing a, an amount that's going to give him an edge, but we don't know what the real situation is. Like, what is that one yeah. thing that's in his system that this organization is not letting him compete? Like, what is it? You know, so if we had an answer like that, then we could say, hey, you know, well, that's not that crazy, but we don't have an answer to that. Well, do you, right. remember, do you remember like five years ago, John Jones, um, they penalized him like crazy. They Once they canceled the fight for, for I think... It was a edible steroid or something like that that they caught him with, and then afterwards they they took away the title. The trinkets. They took away the title actually because if again he, he tested, there was no contest after he won. He knocked out uh, remember DC. 
Yep. Daniel Cormier. Anyway, so, but then they took away the, the win. Ultimately, they punished him for that. You know what I mean? So yeah. in this situation here, it seems like UFC is sending a message like, you know what? Just let us do our thing. And we don't care about that, the testing as much anymore. Do you think that's the case? It's probably the case again. You know, that, that was a while ago. And again, he's not a, a big as, a, you know, doesn't pull in the views that McGregor does. You know, things get a little lax over time. So, mm -hmm. again, uh, when you do it, and uh, I don't know how many times he got caught, and also how much was he insisted yeah, yeah, Twice, at least. Yeah. Two, at least two, two times. Yeah. There you go. So, I think that was the biggest factor also, the number of times, you know. So, I, I think, mean, I think at the end of the day, fighting clean. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, all these guys, I mean, for the, to a degree, have, are on or have been on or, have, or on some sort of substance that is not detectable. Essentially, yeah. You know, and that's what you hear a lot, especially now with even Bradley Martin on a recent podcast, I think he was saying, or a recent interview, said that Dil, uh, Logan was on steroids as well. Have you seen that crazy fight? Have you seen that boxing match between uh, Logan Paul last weekend? That was something else. I don't know what the hell. I mean, listen. That was weird. <laughs> listen, I don't know Dylan, you know, personally. I do follow him, but he's definitely a, a street-talking, you know, snapping guy he's better at it he's like a freaking black belt at that but in, in the ring what the hell was that man i don't know what that was man that You're was right, the weirdest man. boxing match right. he was kicking like my wife does when we freaking getting frisky you know kicking off the floor dude oh my god no but that was the weirdest ever but but uh so uh bradley martin made a post uh i think it was either during the fight or after the fight he said uh logan paul is definitely on steroids uh, did you catch that? Saw that. You know, he is in pretty good shape. I mean, what's his supplement? I don't know. Is his supplement jacked up now? It's his supplement company. But uh, <laughs> he is in pretty good shape. I mean, did he do it in the right amount of time? Did he get off in the right amount of time? Is Does he also own the freaking testing for that organization? I mean, he doesn't fight on a, under an organization, right? Well, he's... That was part of some kind of. It was sanctioned by somebody, right? It was. Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was sanctioned by somebody, but I don't know that somebody. Right. Is, that somebody that somebody that got. That means it was real. It was sanctioned by somebody. <laughs> so if listen, if he did, you know, do something at the end of the day, he's not that crazy looking. He, he is in good shape. He still is young, you know. He has money. There's no reason why you shouldn't be in that kind of shape anyways. My, my point is this, Vic. My point is this. Do you think PEDs at this point should be just allowed in every sport, including combat sports, and just not tested for? In your I mean, every sport has to be even playing field, you know? Yeah. The majority of the guys usually say they don't want anybody using you know, so well, if it's not tested, it's playing the playing field is level because then anybody can be using it. Therefore. Well, I think I think it needs to be a level playing field, especially if you're on a on a body on a professional bodybuilding stage, and all of a sudden, you know, some guys may have access to better PEDs. I guess that's, I mean that's their that's their but you know, that's it, that, you that's know. the thing, and it, it has happened. It has happened in the past. You know, of course, that's guys getting drunk, they show up to the show. You're like, what the hell? Who are you, man? Using that. Chinese, you know, but um, it, it's it's the even playing field. It's kind of hard to kind of weigh that in, you know. What is the even playing field? You know, it's like here's all the juice for one brand, one company. You all get to use it. Let the best man win. Right, you know, right. Well, well, that, which which kind of brings me to this question, which is an interesting question, right? Where is bodybuilding the only sport 
well, professional bodybuilding, right? Is that the only sport where two competitors actually train together and com- and also compete against each other? So recently, you know, you see that when you have the same coach. Yeah, but that's okay. So I've never seen that in any other sport. Personally, I don't think I've, I've have you. I mean, he's talking about like let's say LeBron James is playing against Kobe Bryant and then they work out together in the gym before the game. That's weird. Well, you can't do that legally. It's it's it's, uh, it's part of the contract, you know, to their team. They can't actually legally do. That's it. what I'm saying. So you don't see that in any other sport. But but just recently, about a week ago, you saw Derek Lunsford and yeah. Hadi Chupan training together with the same coach uh, for the Olympia. Less than six weeks, less than four weeks out, right? So the same coach and they're sponsored by the same coach's brand, which is Evil Gen. So, so, so okay. So, is bodybuilding the only sport that that exists in? That's a question. Yeah. Um. No. I mean, will you consider golf a sport? I mean, yeah. got yeah. sport. It's definitely a sport. sport. <laughs> well, I don't think Tiger Woods is hanging out with his competitor before the before the game. I it don't is strange. So. It is strange. Come on. Yeah. To do that is strange. I mean, I, mean, I think maybe. I seen it back in the days with boxing, but um, with bodybuilding, story different because again, it's uh, like I said, you have the same coach, the same supplement company. You know, me and uh, I, I think uh, you know Keen Williams, we competed against each other. We were with the same company, and and it's the most common. But regardless of you guys training together, we're not gonna fight each other. You know, we're just gonna get up there. We bring our best physique. So. They don't make a big thing about it, and I don't think there's going to be a fix. When it goes to boxing or anything like that, and they think when somebody's getting a little bit too comfortable with the other fighter, they start getting suspicious about a fix, you know? Right, they want to make right. the most money. So, so get, the fix is the most worry with them, you know? Right. So it yeah. kind of varies with every sport as well, you know? But it's still like if you if you're working out with your coach, you're supposed to have a strategy, right? How to beat that other guy? You come up with the strategy. Yes, right? yes, you gotta have a strategy. Oh, you're teaching your, you know, your training system right. to somebody else, and it's kind of like now, if I'm better skilled, have better genetics, now with this system, I have the edge over you. Listen, at the end of the day, we know what I mean. As you know, we've we've been a part of you know many Generation Shine series movies here. We've realized one thing we've realized from covering the, these events is that if you don't have real competition and rivalry to a degree of some sort of rivalry, you don't really have excite, excitement. It is boring. Now for sure. everybody, some people will say that's not true. Some people will say we just want to see guys compete and get on stage. But when you really start to draw attention to to athletes for you know for a show, you see the com- competition, you see the rivalry, you see the you see them training in different places, not necessarily the same gym. So yeah, so I mean, I think that that's really what that was one. I guess one of the biggest questions that we had that was coming in is that like you know, hey, we just saw Derek Lunsford and Hadi Chupan competing. I mean, training with each other four weeks. I mean, four weeks out or less than four weeks out to the Olympia, is that a good thing? Um, you know, that's not a question we could ask, but we wanted to ask you that because it's something that we have not been used to seeing. Um, people can say you see it, of course, with athletes that are sp- sponsored by the same company, but we haven't seen it. Yeah, never seen that. But um, the only other thing I have seen is the coach. I remember when Charles Glass used to train the top four guys, top five guys. You know, mm-hmm. Charles Glass is probably the one that had the most guys training under him that have become 
you know, top Mr. Olympias, you know, and, uh, you know, maybe not become Mr. Olympia, but top competitive Mr. Olympia competitors up there. And uh, with Derek is, I know he's chasing the Olympia. I know Hadi is the champ now. So it's more of a question of how does Derek feel training with a guy he wants to be, you know, right. can be. And ultimately, Ronnie Coleman even said it, you know, probably will be, you know, this coming Olympia. So right. it's, it's kind of, it's how kind do you strategize and how do you psych him out? Where's his head at with this? You know, we yeah. I want to know that. So uh, well, that's a great point. Is, uh, you know, is the coach going to pay more attention to the other guy or the next hopeful? And that's the real question. And that's the real question. Man. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, you've seen like a the old school bodybuilding, you know, uh, show, you know, kind of events. Also, you've seen it like, you know, the um, the pumping irons and all these other, you know, the movies from back in the day, guys training together. But you haven't seen that recently up until now. So that was a curious question. Yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, it's good to watch. But at the end of the day, uh, you got to keep them separated to the day of the show. You got to keep it separated. It's like you got to have the anticipation. You got to have the, uh, you know, the just that moment of you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how right. anyone looks. And I don't think guys should be posting anything three weeks out from the Olympia anyways, you know? Yeah, well, then now you're going to see Bob Chigarello and I guess uh, Dennis James asking him, hey, so how does it feel to compete against, <laughs> you know, each other and then train with each other? I mean, it's kind of weird, I think. But. Press conference. <laughs> I know, I know. Let's see what happens then, you know? Let's see what happens at a press conference and see how much energy they're going to have to say, I'm going to kick your ass or I'm going to beat your ass. You know, it's not going to be passive, especially if they have a nice, you know, close for comfort workout. You know, you guys are going to feel bad kind of trash talking at him. Right. Exactly. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us in this week's podcast. And please, if you want to see any of our past episodes, tune in to iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you choose to get your live podcast streaming. See you guys the next time from Croatia, and uh, you won't know what country I'll be in next. Don't get into trouble, bro. <laughs> Stay out of trouble. We'll see you back uh, here. Impossible, man. We're moving too much. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, All right guys. Later. Take care, man. Visit GenerationIron.com for even more GI exclusive content on all things bodybuilding, fitness, combat, and strength sports. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are downloaded.